0: Of the machine. Hey everybody, uh, this is Charles, um, jumping in to do my solo podcast. A little bit late, everybody else started a little bit earlier than I did. Uh, the beginning of my year was a little bit rough insofar as I got sick. Uh, still sick, actually. Um, two and a half weeks I've been sick now. Ended up with something, might be bronchitis, not 100% sure. It's kind of like strep throat symptoms. At one point, I totally lost my voice, so I couldn't even talk, so that was not fun. Um, but you move past it. At this point, I'm just occasionally having coughing fits, and the back of my throat's a little bit swollen, but not so much so that I can't uh, talk for half an hour or whatever it takes for me to give you my year-in-review. So uh, here it is, my year-in-review. Um, a couple of different things I wanted to talk about, which is a little bit, um, the other dudes talked about these things as well, uh, at least briefly, Kevin, especially, uh, went into it. And, um, I guess one of the most important things about the last year to me was starting up some reoccurring traditions. So, uh, I, I started a little bit late compared to some folks in terms of being a functional adult. Like, uh, there were a lot of parts of. My early adulthood, where I wasn't doing anything, uh, or at least nothing useful, and uh, then I hit a rapid stabilization period, and that's really what the last year has been for me. I would say, is mostly stabilization, finding a balance between like enjoying the things that I enjoy now and also undertaking responsibilities where I have to take them. Um, I'm not gonna get too mired in the depths of those boring things. Uh, mostly one I wanted to talk about bringing that up was, um, the trips that we've taken over the last year. So Kevin talked about going to PAX with Allie and Franny, and that was phenomenal. Um, like he said, uh, the two of us were menaces, but in a good way, it was a lot of fun to be menaces together. Spent a few days in the city. We got to run around all over the place, eating different foods, which I love, um, the ladies got to see the city. Uh, we got to roam around together, spend quality time as a quadruple or whatever you would call that. And that was that was really good. Um, I really love the dynamic that we've built between the four of us, uh, Kevin, Allie, Franny, and I. Because um, we're, you know, we have been couples separately from one another, uh, especially in the formative years of our, relationships we grew into our relationships without really having reconnected um with Kevin and I just having reconnected a couple of years ago and so being able to build on that as a group has been really nice uh and I really love it I love every minute of it and going to PAX um that was the first time that Allie had been to a really big convention like that and it was really exciting to see that look on her face when she was like out on the shop floor, seeing different products that she could buy. It's, you know, it's like a huge shoppers, uh, fantasy to walk around and there's a million things to buy and people are loving it. And people are not so much in costume for packs, but a little bit and all kinds of different technology and stuff. Um, it was just a, a lot of fun. We only went to just the one day of packs, which is, which is fine. Um, I, I was glad to have done it, and uh, other than that, when we went to Comic-Con, I would say there's a similar kind of thing. When Lucas got to walk in and see the Comic-Con floor for the first time, he was so excited to like run around and engage in all the nerd activities that he had been planning on doing. It was really nice to see his reaction to it more so than anything. Um, that was probably my favorite part of the whole New York trip, was watching Lucas get to take his vacation. Um Prior to that, he had, you know, he was like, ah, man, like, do I even deserve to go on a vacation? But everybody deserves to go on a vacation, even if it's a vacation from the various stressors in your life, I think. And uh, just overall, the last year, um, getting closer with Lucas and Kevin and getting closer with Kevin and Franny and stabilizing my life over the last year has been, it's been good. Um not even really stressful at times i don't think i think that this last year is probably one of the least stressful years that i can remember and also probably one of the most uh fulfilling years in general um i got to try a lot of different new foods hopping around to different restaurants and stuff i know that's not as deep as like talking about forging friendships and breaking friendships and some of the stuff that the other dudes had going on but for me a lot of this last year was really about um Finding new things to enjoy and uh, rekindling old things that I used to enjoy. Uh, Spending a little bit more time reading. I hadn't been reading a lot prior to that, and now I'm reading a ton. Um, Writing. I hadn't been writing a lot before that, and now I'm writing a ton. So those things are really fun to me. Uh, Spending more time with my friends. And when I say that, um, I kind of narrowed the scope of the friendships that I've invested time into a lot. Over the last year, um, really narrowed it, in fact, down to just a few people, um, that I talk to most often. Obviously, I spend all my time with Allie, and Allie is my most significant friendship because she's the person I spend all my time with, and also just a great person to spend time with. She's just a lot of fun. A very agreeable person. It's really easy to get along, but also easy to joke around and have fun, and I love that. Uh, rekindled an old friendship in that, um will and i got to know each other again really well over the course of the last year spend time together uh engage in our different creative pursuits um it's a lot of fun to read and write by myself but it's a lot more fun to read and write with a friend and uh will is a friend that i got to spend time doing that with and who enjoys it as much as i do so that was really exciting and spending a lot of time talking with kevin and lucas um And really, a lot of it is just that, just talking uh, phone calls where we merge our calls together and just chat about nothing sometimes or chat about everything. I mean, we'll touch on deeper topics when I've gone through the rare moments of intense stress that popped up throughout the years they do for everyone. um, The first thing that I always thought was, wow, I really need to stay in touch with my friends and I would reach out and call. Kevin and Lucas, usually at the same time I would merge the calls and uh, be like, guys, this is what's going on with me, and sorry I haven't been spilling it or talking with you guys about it. Um, I Let's talk about it, and then I would go through what I'd been thinking and what had been going on with me with those two. And that's uh, that's something that I have been trying to work on a little bit. Um, I I have this habit, I think, of uh, Kevin, Kevin talked a little bit where he had mentioned in his solo podcast that self-confidence can really be uh, fallible for a lot of people to be too self-confident, I think is really not a good thing. Um, And I have that problem. Sometimes I wouldn't say that I'm always too self-confident, but I'm definitely, I don't suffer from self-deprecation at all. Uh, Not the same way that other folks do anyway. Um, and I guess I wanted to talk about that a little bit as well. Um, I wanted to talk about the difference between self-deprecation and uh, self-confidence, and also the difference between self-confidence and self-assuredness, because um, this last year I fell into a lot of self-assuredness, which um, I, I think the difference is that a lot of the time with self-confident people, they'll do things And then they don't ever question their behaviors or they don't ever think like maybe what I did was the wrong thing. I do things and I stand by the things that I do, but I am always asking myself, was that the right thing for me to do? And I'm always observing uh, my own behaviors and thinking about them semi-constantly. I really overthink things a lot in that way, but I, I do it to learn from my own behaviors. I take lessons from the things that I do wrong, but I don't second guess myself in the moment very often. I usually make my decisions and i like it um i like it that way and uh i guess the most important thing is for me to just do that with the knowledge that sometimes it can be to the detriment of other people um because making a decision that's good for me doesn't mean that it's good for everybody uh i guess what um what i was thinking about all of that is uh lucas had mentioned a little bit in his solo podcast um looking at things he was doing and wondering if they were good enough. And um, there's a there's a famous psychiatrist who some people are familiar with who talks about um, approaching your own creations and your achievements or even approaching yourself from a neutral perspective. Uh, so most people are too critical of themselves or not critical enough of themselves. Uh, one of the worst judges of the things that you produce or the things that you do, I think, is yourself, like, Uh, I can be too overconfident sometimes. Lucas, on the other hand, I think can sometimes like maybe he'll write something and he'll look at it and he'll think to himself like, oh, that's garbage. And then he doesn't want to share it. A lot of people do that. Um, The the worst critic of the artist is the artist themselves. And I think that a lot of people could benefit maybe from just approaching things, not saying this is good enough or this is not good enough, but approaching them and saying, I'm ignorant of whether or not this is uh, good enough or not good enough, and that is good. It's good to not know if something is uh, good enough or, or not good enough, because that gives you the the um, the chance to try it, and a lot of people just won't even try things, I think, sometimes. I don't know. I got, I got on a little bit of a side tangent there. Uh, I didn't want to delve too deeply into all of that. I uh, mostly just wanted to talk about um, the good things about last year. So... I grew more comfortable with myself, um, and I spent more time over the last year appreciating myself and the things that I have because I have a lot, um, a lot of people don't, I don't, I don't struggle with bills, uh, I don't struggle with a lot of, like, self-loathing or anything, um, I live a, a pretty, um, blessed life in that aspect, Uh, But one thing that I do a lot is I overthink things pretty constantly. So over the last year, I've been trying to focus a little bit on relaxing more, uh, overthinking a little bit less, uh, which isn't to say that I don't want to overthink things at all. I enjoy overthinking things. Analyzing things is like one of my favorite parts of life. Learning and analyzing and breaking things down. Um, I can be one of the most granular people where I'll take every little piece of something and examine it all under a microscope. And I love doing that kind of shit, um, even though I recognize that that's pretty boring to other people. So uh, I guess um, to some end, where I was talking about being self-confident and self-assured and stuff, uh, I I keep my own counsel with a lot of things because um, a lot of what I like and enjoy isn't that interesting to other people. Uh, I'm really interested in like, some of the more boring parts of history and I'm really interested in some of the more minute details of learning certain processes and stuff that just isn't interesting to a lot of people um, where they're like, oh my gosh, are you really going to talk about that right now? And I do. Uh, One of my favorite parts about being able to do this right now is just an uninterrupted forum for me to ramble and there's nobody to interrupt me and tell me to shut up uh, unless they just turn this off, I guess, which is always on the table um, where where he is. Lucas was like, I don't know how Kevin can do this. I don't know how he can jump right in and then just talk for an extended period of time about something. I was like, oh, hell yeah. I'm so ready to jump right in and talk for an extended period of time with nobody telling me to shut up. Um, so that was that's pretty exciting. Uh, and then I guess um I should also talk about this upcoming year. I'm really excited for our annual trips um, upcoming. I'm really excited to go back to Comic-Con. One of the things that I thought was really interesting was that um, the first year I went to Comic-Con, I had a certain perspective on it where I was like fresh to it. I was a little bit nervous. You know, you walk into something that you haven't experienced before. You're asking a bunch of questions to the people who have experienced it where you're like, oh, so what happens here or uh, what's going down over there? And um, Lucas got jumped into that role now, and I kind of knew what was happening a little bit because I got to go the year before. And uh, I was thinking about that while I was listening to the other dudes talk about Comic-Con, and I find it so fascinating how um, in between the time I had gone to Comic-Con and the time that I went to Comic-Con again, a whole year's gap, my relationship with the thing changed Uh in such imperceptible ways i wasn't actively engaged in thinking about it i wasn't actively engaged in changing my perceptions of comic-con at all but over that course of that year um everything about my perspective with it changed and distance and absence from something over a long period of time really changes the way that you think about everything i think um friendships even like what kevin had been talking about where you know, you move away from a place and then you don't talk to somebody for a long time. And then when you do talk to somebody again, uh, your relationship is different. And in some ways it isn't, um, it's easy to pick right up with some people and you can be friends the same way that you were, but in a lot of ways you change and your perspective on your friendships change and your perspective on everything changes over time. I just find that really interesting, but in a good way, some people think that that's, uh, bad, but I think that it's uh, it's a form of growth, um, not really so much a form of decay. I think that it's just a thing that is and that it's good. Um, so, yeah, I was really excited to see the way that I viewed Comic-Con when I went back. And I'm really excited to go back to Comic-Con again this next year and the year after and be what Kevin called a Comic-Con lifer. To just see each year, you know, uh, how it feels different to me and how I think of it differently. To walk around and be like one of those um, cantankerous old men that points out and he's like, you know, back in my day, they all dressed as the Power Rangers. Everybody wasn't dressing as these newfangled anime characters. And that'll be that'll be a good arc for me. Um, And that's also something that's changed about me a lot in the last year probably more so over the last two or three years, but in the last year especially, I didn't used to enjoy things, I don't think, the way that I do now, uh, especially on such a granular level, like all the different details of things. But um, since stabilizing my life and being with Allie, really, and having a foundation to build upon and starting to grow as a person and as an adult, uh, I've really settled into liking things in a way that I didn't before, because I didn't really like things that much. I didn't enjoy things. I wasn't uh, a happy person the way that I am now. So um, I'm happy that that has changed for me. And I spent a lot of time in my life, I think, not thinking that that would happen for me. So that it happened naturally and gradually over time and uh, that I've become a little bit more of the person I wanted to be is exciting to me. Um, and it makes me excited for growth for the future because I'm always changing and my life is always changing. And I love that. I love watching everything change. Um, I didn't really face that much hardship over the last year, but I did face a little bit of hardship. Um, the end of the year was kind of rough for me. Things just changed so rapidly. Um, my, my job can be kind of stressful as a purchaser. The food industry is a little bit difficult. I'm not going to get too into that, but um, it's just a stressful job. Lots of people have stressful jobs and Mine is a stressful job. And then towards the end of the year, my mother got really sick and spent um, some time in the hospital. And there was a period of time where I was a little bit touch and go. So I had to kind of come to terms with that. And that impacted me a little bit more heavily than I thought it would. I didn't really uh, realize that would be as stressful as it was. And who boy was it stressful. And I had to kind of fall into a role where I was making decisions for the family and making decisions for my mother. And I hate that kind of stuff really not that sort of person um i don't like to be a patriarch of anything i would much rather settle into sort of a background role as far as family goes uh that's a little bit more my speed but you don't always get to choose your roles like that um sometimes you have to take responsibility for things even when you don't want to that's just sort of a part of life i guess um and i've been trying to accept that more and more because there's just a lot of shit I don't want to do and that I don't enjoy doing and I have a tendency to try and be avoidant of that sort of thing so I'm trying to be better about that not just to address responsibilities in my life but you know for the people around me um like I have a tendency to get really um I don't know if withdrawn's the right word I like spending prolonged periods of time by myself doing things. That I enjoy, and sometimes it can make me a little bit distant from people. I know that that can be bothersome for the people that like me and the people that I like. Uh, So I don't know. I'm trying to be better about that kind of thing too, and be more scheduled, disciplined, which does not come to me naturally. A lot of the times where we've had to reschedule this podcast, I'd say that probably like two thirds of that, if not more, is probably my fault. So being better about schedule discipline that's something i should focus on and i will when i say that i'll focus on things like that i usually do a pretty good job of trying to improve them uh and i don't know that there's a lot more than i'm looking to change over the next year i think more than anything i am looking forward to being more reactive to changes uh letting things happen naturally around me and being okay with those things and reacting to them appropriately uh i'm looking forward to career growth that's something that i focus on i'm always focusing on my next goals and next steps uh with my job and the things that i'm doing but also in other things i'm looking forward to writing more over the next year um i've been trying to cut more media out of my time and spend that time doing other things started writing in a journal recently, which is more rewarding than I initially realized it would be and spending more time reading. I'm reading a really long book right now, uh, which is taking me longer than I thought it would, but I love spending the time reading, uh, and more time writing. I would really love over the next year to at least get the foundation of like a book of short stories or a short novel or something. But I've said that for a long time. Uh, Each year, I'm a little bit more ready, though, I guess, and uh, evolve a little bit more in my writing. So maybe this is the year. Uh, And especially, I guess it'll be the year if I just do it. That's really the most important facet of doing those things. Uh, So maybe I'll just make this the year of just do it, where I stop wanting to do things and I just do them. And uh, who knows where it could take me. It'd be really nice if I could put together a book of short stories. That's one of my ultimate goals. And I also want to put together a plan for a big vacation for Ali and I. We've tossed around different ideas of places to go. We're not sure if we want to go somewhere in the country or somewhere out of the country, but I'm going to allocate a lot of funding towards it. Um whatever it is, and I'd like to take like a solid week and just go somewhere we've never been before and do a really nice couples vacation and um we've we've talked with kevin and franny a little bit so they might be a part of that as well i think that they're excited to be a part of that and we're always excited to have them be a part of that uh it would it would just be really good um i was thinking iceland out of all places just because they have hot springs which seems really cool uh the land itself is really cool i love places that are cold personally Um, I would really be excited even to like go up to the Yukon in Canada. That's one of my dreams. But Allie doesn't like the cold the same way that I do. I think that she would actually prefer going somewhere warm for a vacation. Uh, Food destination is definitely a box to check. Um, Be good to go to uh, someplace in France to eat different foods, even Italy. And those places are a little bit gimmicky, but gimmicky vacations can be good vacations too. There's a lot of vacation packages out there. We also talked about doing a cruise. I've never done a cruise, and I think that would be really fun. Uh, There's just a lot to do on a cruise. I mean, you got your casinos, you got planned activities, you got your shuffleboard. Um, I can do all the things that make me an old man at heart, Uh, like, you know, go and do some karaoke with a bunch of old folks. That would be really nice. Um, So that's on the table as well. And then I want to I want to actively engage in some bird watching this year, which we've been joking about quite a bit, but I actually am quite excited to do. Uh, So I think that I'll pick that up. I just need to buy a nice long distance bird camera and then start scheduling some stuff, figuring out what birds are going to be where and when I need to be there. Which should be fun. To most folks, I think that's boring. To me, that's not boring. Um, I'm hyped for that. I'd like to go on this trip um, out to uh, Maine. They've got this island where the puffins do a migration, and a whole bunch of like-minded bird-watching individuals all gather around there and observe these puffins, uh, typically during the summer or like uh, late in the spring. So that would be really exciting to go and do something like that or even just like go somewhere that's very naturey and take like a day just a day trip to do some bird watching just to dip my toes in the water I'd be really excited to do all that I um I translated my bird watching uh obsession joke into my Dungeons and Dragons character who's like a he's like a squat old gnome named Lanston uh, it was pretty ridiculous and he's got a bird obsession and I'm starting to make him do bird watching with uh, some of the characters in Dungeons and Dragons. And I, I love doing it. I love bringing that element in there. Even the players are like, I don't think I can listen to Charles talk about birds any longer in those Dungeons and Dragons. And that's the vibe I'm going for with the whole thing. Um, yeah, so that's that's really great. I don't know that I have a lot more to talk about. I just wanted to throw one of these out there just like the other guys. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up uh, how important it is to me to have Kevin and Lucas in my life just the same way they discussed our um, trifecta friendship and its impacts on their lives. Uh, Nothing's more important to me than the people that I'm close with. and uh, I've grown closer with the people that I was close with over the last year and um always growing closer with them uh, always having good conversations and it's really nice to have that support network where i know that no matter what happens around me i've still got those people who care about me and that i care about and that's unique to my life i think um well i guess it's not as unique to a lot of people's lives but i just really appreciate the quality of people that i have in my life um Maybe I'm just saying the quality of people in my life is better than the quality of people in other people's lives. And I'll, I'll stand by that. That's an easy statement to stand by. I love the, I love the dudes and I love Allie and I love having Kevin and Lucas and Will and Chayton is a cool dude to have in my life. And TJ and the D and D group is really great. Allie um, and our relationship with Kevin and Franny is really phenomenal. Getting to meet new people When we went to Comic-Con, spending time with uh, Jake and Alex was really great. Um, They're great people, and it was just really easy to spend time with them and feel like they were people that I spent time with all the time. Uh, Really easy to be comfortable with them. And uh, that about wraps it, I think. Um, Just really appreciative. And that's about it. Um, If you could... Cue me out with some sound effects, Kevin. That would be great. Like maybe a. Wah, wah, wah. I was busy dreaming about taking you a five, 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 five. And as you can see, over here we have the man of the machine.